I've got a I've got a special studio audience in here today live from Wuhan, China. Yeah, sure. So we're all having a good time here. <laughs> Josie, tell us. So um, you're a senior. You're the president of the National Honor Society. I don't suppose this was your plan for your senior year, which is special to everybody. So how's it going? What's it like adjusting to this this temporary reality? Uh, my school just started their online classes today. I haven't had any yet. Um, oh. Mostly it'll be like voluntary stuff. But in general, it's not been too bad. It's, you do lose some stuff, but it is interesting to think like it's an, ex- it's an experience that nobody else has, no other senior class hmm. has had. That's a good point. Well, that, that is a positive spin on it, Josie. I've got to say that you're, you are experiencing something that no other senior class potentially, may, maybe since the polio outbreak in the 1950s, I don't even think they quarantine young even people. Even if. Yeah, even if. Well, that's a, that's a good way of looking at it. And how's Gino doing, your younger brother, Gino? Uh, he has, unfortunately for him, already started his online courses. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you I get the it. sense, Josie? <laughs> I'm wondering, though, Josie, as a senior, you're a smart young lady. You've been accepted to Texas A&M. Is there a part of you that thinks, hey, I've learned everything they can teach me at high school. I should just kick back and take it easy. <laughs> I do know a lot of kids who share that sentiment, but I think I can still learn a little like bit. Like Maybe. Hmm? Just a little bit. I mean, that's part of it. Um, that's part of it. A little bit, because a lot of our teachers gave us stuff for, like, the next two weeks already, suspecting that it would go longer. So I'm still learning stuff, but I know a lot of our classes are just pass-fail now. So you're kind of just having to put bare minimum in. And I know a lot of kids are going to take advantage of that. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, listen, Josie, I don't know why. I I, I texted your mom this morning. I thought you lived in River Chase for some reason. You're actually in Country Hills North. I I, I, I don't know why I thought you lived in River Chase. I, I, I tell people they call it River Chase. Because when I tried to build out there, they chased me out of there. They didn't want me out in River uh, Chase. Okay? This is why we so don't I, let you have sound effects that often. So I wanted to build a house. You get that like, you like, get like pyramid. two shows to get sound come effects. Come on. Isn't that it? Come on. You'll have to agree. That's a cool idea. I wanted to build a house that was shaped like a pyramid, and they wouldn't allow me to do it's that. It's not even near a river. <laughs> That's true. It's not real. Maybe that's what they're chasing out there. Everyone is chasing the river. Uh, do not go east because you or don't go east because you won't find it until you get to the Colorado River. Hey, Josie, seriously, on behalf of everyone here at the ChristCast 2020, this we do know, this we do know without a doubt that when we wrap up the show, and believe it or not, we only have about eight or nine episodes left, uh, when all is said and done, you did, you did provide the greatest intro of all time <laughs> a few weeks back. So uh, we do want to wish you I well. I will verify the mad scientist part was the best part. That was the best Thanks. part, yes, yes, yes. Um, but seriously, Josie, uh, we want to send you advanced congratulations on your imminent graduation. And um, um, I don't know if you know this or not, but my, my tax deduction, Evan, is contemplating a switch over to A&M. So you might see um, a much thinner, lankier, better-looking version of me walking around the campus at College Station. In the Who knows? Fall. A&M's pretty big. Yeah, you probably won't, though. But if you see somebody that looks like the uh, much, 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 much times 10 exponentially younger version of me, that's, that's who that is. Hey, seriously, <laughs> Josie, congratulations on your upcoming graduation. Say hey to your mom and dad and little brother Gino. And we wish you the absolute very, very best. Thanks so much for calling in. Thank you.
Awesome. Josie DeSar, everybody. Great young lady. We also want to send some shout-outs to all the teachers. Uh, Kiki, your mom is a teacher, and she's doing her job yes. right now, correct? My yeah. mom is a teacher, and she's been living her life up. She's been having the time of her life because <laughs> sure. she kind of signs stuff at the beginning of the week, lets them work on it all week, and so she's free a lot of the time. Yeah, well, there's one of the one of the group of people we want to send a shout-out to for older Americans, and right now, they're experience, we are experiencing what those p- folks experience all the time, a sense of being cut off, a sense of being trapped at home, worried about getting sick, worried about thinking about our mortality. And so if you're at a retirement home and you might be feeling a little alone and lonely, we got a message for you, and that is... Here at CrossCast 2020, we love y'all and just know Jesus will always love y'all. After the break, we're going to get into the book of Hebrews, another one of God's masterpieces, and we will do it all right after this. Right after this. That's on our line again. In the past, God spoke to our forefathers through the prophets at many times and in various ways. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his Son, whom he appointed heir of all things, and through whom he made the universe. Don't you know that's not your name? You will always be much more to me. And of course, if you've listened to the show in the past, you know that wonderful voice is none other than... That's my grandpa Stanley Culpepper. The book of Hebrews is interesting, very, very interesting and unique book because the book of Hebrews is a book written by a Hebrew to other Hebrews. And that person is telling Hebrews to stop acting like a Hebrew because y'all are not doing a hot job of it. Stop acting like Hebrews. That's exactly right. Written to Hebrews, likely living in Rome. We think it was in Rome. This book addresses three groups of people, starting with those who believed in Christ, those who knew who Christ was, but were not sure if he was the Messiah. Then those who had all the information laid out for them, but rejected Christ anyway. Hmm. Well, let's talk about when this book was written. Well, one thing we know is that Timothy, who comes to us through the first and second the, Timothy, yeah, out of same old. Timothy, same Timothy, young Timothy, young Pastor Timothy. We know he was still alive when the book is written, and since the destruction of the temple, which happens in around 70 A.D. ish. Yeah, is not mentioned. And if somebody was writing stuff down, believe me, they would have mentioned this. It's not mentioned. So we can safely say the book is written around 65 AD. Ish. Everything's an ish because we never know the dates of stuff. That's right. There's no Facebook post for any of this that we can go back and look at. And of course, Tiki, who wrote the book? Well, for the first time, we actually don't (laughs) know who wrote Hebrews, which is interesting. But it lacks some usual elements that we see in other letters written by, like, Paul, because Paul has a certain signature of how he writes. That's not shown up. And other Bible scholars think it might have been Silas, Philip, or somebody else completely different. could have been Priscilla, who hosted the Christian church in her home with her husband in Corinth. But everything's kind of a big question mark. 
Yeah, we really don't know. Uh, Priscilla was married to Aquila. They had left Rome and fled to Corinth. They were hosting a Christian church in their home, and so it's possible. We, we really don't know. I think it was Luke. But again, as we said, nobody really knows. Here's what we do know, that there are two main ideas that can be applied from Hebrews. Do not fail to endure in your faith amidst difficult times. I mean, that's happening right now. We're all dealing with difficult times. This mm. is the time of Nero's persecution. The roads in Rome are literally being lit by putting Christians up on poles and lighting them on fire. The Hebrews are growing impatient, right? They're waiting. You have to remember, these are the same Hebrews having seen the, the parting of the Red Sea, Having seen the parting of the Red Sea, 10 days into that journey out of Egypt, they start to complain. Now they're waiting 60-some-odd years for Jesus to return. So they're like, well, maybe this guy wasn't the Messiah. So they're slipping back into their old habits, the old Mosaic laws. And we do that today. We question God, why things are happening, Absolutely. why bad things are happening. And, and, it's, and at times we lose faith in difficult times, don't we? Absolutely, because – as Christians, we know Satan is going to tempt us, trick us, trying to make us question our faith because that's where he's able to get in and make us rethink our faith. But in those times, that's when we really need to trust in God because once we're doubting our faith, whether God is real, saying, is all of this really worth it, all the pain, all the suffering, whether it's something super simple like, oh, my gosh, why do bad things happen to good people? That's always the main question a lot of people have, whether you're Christian or not. It's Satan tempting you to follow him and not God. Absolutely. God Absolutely. wants the best for you, and he's always trying to protect you. But sometimes our own sinful nature as humans will make us doubt. It's not God's fault. We are sinners. We put this Absolutely. on ourselves, and Satan is holding us in this position. Absolutely. And, of course, another big idea that can be applied today and always. Jesus is the ultimate priest, pastor, and the founder of our entire faith. Jesus started this faith. It's not a religion or a denomination. You can't really buy your way into it saying, oh, I've given this donation, now I'm a Christian. That's not how it works. You can never give enough money because the debt has already been paid by Jesus. Say, like, your couch or something. You bought that with your money. It gives you happiness. You're not willing to die for your couch, though. As we've said many times on this show, in the Old Testament, I love this. It's one of the simplest and best ways to explain the entire Bible. The Old Testament is the New Testament concealed? The New Testament is the Old Testament revealed. And even though we don't know who wrote the book, it's another masterpiece that was inspired by God, no matter who wrote it. Before we get out of here, we are making our channel available to churches and Christian schools that may want to use it for Bible studies and sermon recordings. We're not charging anybody. For this, as I've said on the show, we, we've given away more chicken nuggets and free cups of coffee. And uh, chicken minis, dude. Chicken yes, minis. Hundreds of chicken minis that we've given out. In fact, when I post the show today, yes, and when we post the show today, we're gonna we're gonna post a picture of a Chick Fil A gift card. Somebody that likes the 
the post or shares the post is going to have a chance to win some free Chick-fil-A. But I also want to send a shout-out to our friends at the Living Rock Academy. They may want to avail themselves of our channel. So I want to say hey to our friends out in Bulverde, the Bobcats. But during this difficult time, we're simply not charging people for it, which I think is the right thing to do. No, because everyone's such in a desperate need just to keep socializing. This is probably one of the best ways out there right now. Most fun I've had all week. When I'm not when I'm not sitting here in my office getting my my head handed to me by my son while we play Rocket League, I cannot beat that young man at that video. Ooh. No matter how hard I try. So as we wrap this up from the Book of Hebrews, let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. We don't know how long we'll be doing this remotely. But everyone is locked down. Just can't go anywhere right now. But wherever we are, we're going to continue to spread the good news here on the ChristCast 2020 podcast, where my name is Jason Dyes, virtually alongside Kiki Culpepper. And no matter where we are, to God be the glory. There ain't no practice runs in life. This is-